Proverbs chapter 4 from 5 to 13. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Let me stop there. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. The number one thing you need to settle straight away is this. There is no wisdom, there is no understanding outside the words of his mouth. There is no wisdom or understanding without the word of God. There is no wisdom, there is no understanding without God's word so it says get wisdom get understanding do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth if you want to get wisdom and you want to get understanding you cannot turn away from the words of his mouth you know, that's why some of my favorite scripture by David is, I have understanding more than my teachers. Why? How? Because I meditate on your word. When we talk about wisdom, we're talking about the word of God. When we talk about understanding the word of God, you cannot have wisdom or you can get understanding without the word of God. Now listen carefully to this. I can come to church and teach you some principles of success. I can teach you some principles of leadership. I can teach you all of that. But listen to this. Divine wisdom can only come through the word of God. There's the wisdom of the word. There's the wisdom of my profession, of your profession. There's all of that. But divine wisdom, the kind of wisdom that we're talking about today, heavenly wisdom, only comes by the word of his mouth. Only comes by the inspiration of God Almighty. I got into Eliud. Only comes by the breath of the Holy Spirit. This wisdom is beyond books. And this wisdom is even beyond letters. And then it goes on. Do not forsake her. Wisdom is personified here. She will preserve you. How serious it is. Don't forsake wisdom. The wisdom that flows from the words of his mouth. The wisdom that flows from the words of his mouth. Don't forsake it. And for us, it's the wisdom that flows from the mouth of God. Do not forsake wisdom. She will preserve you. Do you want preservation? You need wisdom. Love wisdom. She will keep you from falling. She will keep you from disaster. She will keep you from chaos and pandemonium. She will keep you from every evil thing. We're going to get to that later. Wisdom will keep you from all of those. Says wisdom is the principal thing. What is the meaning of principal thing? It's the primal thing. It's the fundamental thing. It's the most important thing. It's the foundation. It's the principal thing. It's primal. It's fundamental. It's foundational. Everything rests on it. Wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. And in all you're getting, 
get understanding. In everything you try to get, get understanding. Exalt wisdom, she will promote you. Exalt wisdom, respect wisdom, respect the words from God's mouth, re re respect the instructions of the Holy Spirit, respect it, exalt wisdom and she will promote you, she will bring you honor when you embrace her, she will place on your head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory she will deliver to you. In all your getting, wisdom is the principal thing, it's fundamental, it's the foundation, it's primal, you can't survive with it because it is true wisdom that your life will be preserved. Oh my God. How many people have been destroyed because of foolishness? Nabal. How many people have been destroyed because of human wisdom? Absalom. How many people have been destroyed because of stupidity and foolishness? Something. When anyone is void of divine wisdom, they are on the path of destruction. Because it is through wisdom that we are preserved. And without wisdom, there is no preservation of life. People are destroyed. Without wisdom, my health could be destroyed. Without wisdom, my finances will be destroyed. Without wisdom, people don't have a clue what they're doing. Wisdom is essential for preservation. It's the principal thing. It keeps us alive. And of course, it promotes us with honor. Put grace on our lives and glory. And when he says in all you're getting, get understanding, what he's saying is this. Whatever it takes, whatever you need, however you're going to get there, get understanding. Whatever needs to give way, whatever you need to bring on, get understanding. It is true understanding that we bear fruit and produce results. Matthew chapter 13 tells us about, about, about the, the, the seed that fell on the good soil that produced results in multiple folds because there was understanding. 23 verse 23. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it. Who therefore indeed bears fruit and produces some 100, some 60, and some 30. Without understanding, there is no production in life. Without understanding, there is no productivity. So, one thing that would amaze you is this. The Bible said wisdom is the principal thing in all you're getting, get understanding. And what we have tried to do is to separate all of those things. But I want to tell you something today that you might not like. If you go straight into the Greek and study wisdom, they are actually not that different. You don't need to just go and, just go and do a bit of study and research. But I'll tell you why we, how we use them separately. And I want you to learn why they are all important as separate entities. You see... Wisdom is discernment. Wisdom is understanding. Wisdom is perception. Wisdom is prudence. 
Wisdom is all of those things. So wisdom is also understanding. And that's why it says wisdom is the principal thing in all you're getting, get understanding. If you understand the way Proverbs and Psalms are written, you will know that when you see a statement like that, actually it means the same. So you can see wisdom and understanding, they are closely related. Now follow me now. What is wisdom? We have defined it many times. We did on Friday. We're doing it right now. Wisdom has many definitions, but let's make it simple. Wisdom is the right use or exercise of knowledge. Wisdom is the right use or exercise of knowledge. So, you cannot have wisdom without having knowledge. And you cannot move from knowledge to wisdom without understanding what you know. Can you see how they work now? So, you can really not separate them. Wisdom doesn't exist without knowledge and understanding. And knowledge without understanding cannot change your life. Hello? So you see, it's the wisdom that preserves life. It's wisdom that changes our life. It's wisdom that keeps us. It's wisdom that will do all of those things. But without knowledge, everything will be empty. There's nothing to work with. So if you want to be wise... Forget not the words of his mouth. Can you see now? So if I want wisdom, I must acquire knowledge. And when I acquire knowledge, there is need for understanding because without understanding, you cannot produce result. And that's why we always pray that prayer that God will give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding so they're always grouped together not because it sounds good together it's simply because they work together you need them together so what do you do right now what are we doing right now we're acquiring knowledge we're acquiring knowledge and as we're acquiring knowledge by the workings and the help of the holy spirit and the grace of god we begin to understand the knowledge that we're acquiring and when we understand it then we can now rightly use the information to produce results so you cannot separate wisdom from knowledge and understanding you will need these two as your foundation for wisdom listen to this this is very important. The beginning we can say is knowledge. And it's extremely important because your knowledge will determine the sort of wisdom you will have. The knowledge will determine the source of wisdom and determine the sort of wisdom you will have. So, if my knowledge is coming, is being fed from all the things that are happening in the world. My knowledge is being fed from my friends that don't know God, don't know the word of God. My knowledge is being fed from what goes on the news. Those are the information that I gather, you see. And then I process those information. Before you know it, you begin to operate in the wisdom of that knowledge. The wisdom of the world. So some of the things that we just wonder, how can a Christian walk simply, you know, no, 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 no. You can be a child of God and operate with the wisdom of the world. It's a function of the knowledge 
that you have received and processed because that's what's going to you know determine what you do a simple example if you are fed with slander and gossip you're going to process it and then it will lead to foolishness as per resentments and anger and hatred can you see the problem is not the resentment and the anger it's just that you don't have any choice you have to produce that result because the knowledge you have received is slander and gossip and all of those evil things so when you have all of that and that's what you're going to sleep on or maybe have sleepless night on you see they're both the same thing and then you're you're going to produce that kind of worldly wisdom which will lead to resentment and anger and hatred and self-seeking and backbiting and destroying more and if possible now you transfer that to that and then you also now begin to produce your own gossip or slander and malignant people do you get what i mean that's how it goes does knowledge is the source of the kind of wisdom you work with and so for me when i see people behave i always know that there's something behind the behavior you get my point now you just don't behave you do stuff based on what you have for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks you see so wisdom is the usage of knowledge divine wisdom is the right use of right knowledge whereas worldly wisdom is the use of worldly knowledge so you see, it's what you feed in yourself that determines the kind of wisdom you have. So you say, but how can that person be a Christian and then they are behaving like this? Why can I, how can they have that kind of idea? Who gave you that counsel? How can a pastor give somebody that kind of counsel? That pastor, even though he has that title, he has imbibed a lot of knowledge that is of the world, which he has processed, and upon that, he delivers the wisdom of the world. It's simple as a b c so the wisdom of god now that is furnished with the right knowledge is now exercising is to exercise sound judgment it chooses what is best what is proper what is accurate what is nice what is needful to produce the will of God. So you see, the wisdom of God, now you can see from the fruit of it what the source is. Hallelujah. You can see from the fruit. You can tell, you see, I can tell that somebody has been feeding you with bad news. I can tell that somebody has been feeding your heart with negative stuff about Sister Janet. I can tell all of that. But you see, by the time you're speaking about Sister Janet, I already know you've been fed with evil. For by their fruit, we shall know them. The fruit now is the execution. And in your execution of worldly knowledge and worldly understanding, when, when, when you begin to see the wisdom of the world, you begin to say you need to be careful about people in that office. You see, when you say that statement, I know somebody has fed you with information. People have already told you people in that office are bad and they don't like you. So when you speak, you just say, mm, every time I go to office, you know, I just manage myself and mind my own business. No, before you are managing your own business, there is an information you're working with. Except the person is mad. But I know we are not. 
They were normal people. We process information. We act on the information. So I don't, in this office, I don't, I don't, I just mind my business. I just do this. No, that's not all. Before you started minding your business, something has happened. Somebody told you something. You've, maybe you've never been there, but somebody has told you, let's go to the hospital now. Somebody has told you in that word, there's a matron there that is a devil. Just manage yourself. Without trying to find out whether the matron is a saint or a devil, then when you get there, it changes the way you perform and behave. Because you are being fed. Somebody say fed. You are being fed. And because you are being fed, you process it. And you deliver that result. So before you begin to look at your product, look at the source of your information. Heavenly wisdom is only by the word of God. Heavenly wisdom is only by the things that are true. Heavenly wisdom are the things that are in line with scriptures. Heavenly wisdom don't engage in sentiments. Heavenly wisdom stand on the truth of the word of God. You need to ask yourself, I need to ask myself, what is the kind of result I am producing? And that quickly will take us therefore to James chapter 3 verse 13 to 18. And I will just take those verses and just show us this. And everything I've said will come together in James right now. James 3.13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Both of them are written together again. Can you see now? You cannot have wisdom without understanding. And you cannot all understand it without knowledge. What are you understanding? That's straightforward. <laughs> you understand, understand what? Understand what? Understand the content. Understand the materials. Understand something. So who is wise and understanding among you? There is no wise person that doesn't have understanding. Okay? Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show. Everybody show. Say show. show. You see, one of the wisdom of the word that has been taught in church. No, that, no not being taught in church. But that many people say in church are things like your Christianity is in your heart. Only... God sees your heart and God knows how you are saving him. Compound lie. It's not in the scripture nowhere. By their fruit we shall know them. Out of the out, out, but out of the, the mouth speak. You have to see it. Paul said show forth fruits that are meant unto repentance. You cannot say you have repented and the fruit that I produce are the fruits of the devil. But of course, you know why we say it's in the heart? Because the real journey begins from a transformation of the heart. But then once the heart is transformed, it must be evident. Hello, it must be seen. Ah, uh, 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 you see, you are not talking to that sister. You say, uh, no, mm -hmm. uh, I just know how to manage myself. Wisdom is profitable to direct. <laughs> <laughs> you are not talking to someone. You are keeping malice. You said it's wisdom that is profitable to direct. Which wisdom? The wisdom of Satan also is also profitable to direct his own. You say, somebody tells me that wisdom is profitable to direct. I don't even argue. Because the wisdom of your father is also profitable to direct you. 
There's nothing to argue because you are saying the truth. That's what is directing you. But what's the source of it? He who is wise and understanding among you, let him show by good conduct. Let him show by good conduct. Let him show by good conduct. By their fruits we shall know them. Listen to this. Your expressions are the definitions of your wisdom. Your expressions show us the kind of wisdom you have. You don't need to tell me that you have the wisdom of God. No, 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 no. If I see you living in malice and you are wishing somebody to fall down and die, you can tell me you're preaching the wisdom of God. I don't care how much Bible you read. Listen to this. That's not the wisdom of God. Because the wisdom of God says pray for your enemy. The wisdom of God says that. The wisdom of God says Lord those who love you and those who don't like your faith. So somebody comes around saying, you know what, everybody who don't like me, I want them dead by tomorrow. That's not the wisdom of God. I don't care who is saying it, it's just not scriptural. And the Bible makes it clear, do not forsake the words out of my mouth. Uh, not the words out of a Jew's mouth or Pastor Lincoln's mouth. The words out of God's mouth. That is the foundation of your wisdom. It's irrelevant who is saying it. If God is not saying it, don't let it, your wisdom be built on that because you end up manifesting the wisdom of another person. I wish you together. Look at some person, you're a wise person. Who is wise and I understand I'm okay. Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. It is through our works that our wisdom and our understanding are made evident, defined, and classified. It is through our works, our conduct, that our wisdom and understanding are made evident, can be seen, can be touched. Therefore, we can define your wisdom and we can classify it. Classify. 14 now goes on to classification. He says, but if you have an envy and self-seeking. Can you see classification now? We can tell. He said, but if you have this in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. These are the people who will say wisdom is profitable to direct. You see, whilst they are in envy and self-seeking, they think they are being smart. And you need to know how you deal with people. Don't take rubbish from anybody. The fact that you are Christians doesn't mean we should just be allowing anybody to just oppress us like that. Now, are you genuinely being oppressed? Or you are being rebellious? Ah, no, no, no. All these things they are saying. All these things they are saying. What is all these things they are saying? Have you brought out your Bible? Why not be like a real Christian and study the word of God before you make judgments? Do not forsake the words out of my mouth. Do not boast and lie against the truth. You know, the, the, the Bible is saying that someone who is full of envy and self-seeking can be a pretender and lie against the truth. What's the meaning of lying against the truth? They're going to tell you that the way they are is the way it should be. That's how God wants it. They're going to paint it. They're going to package it. They're going to panabate it. No, listen to this. No matter how much you dress rubbish, rubbish is rubbish. It doesn't matter. Spray paint it. Put nice colors on it. It's not good. It's not good. The wisdom of God is not like that. This wisdom does not descend from above. 
Anybody, no matter how powerful I am, no matter how powerful you are, if your wisdom is about you, it's not from above. Self-seeking. What can I get from it? How can we do it? Why are they trying to cheat me? Why am I the only one in this office who is not getting promoted? You are not even doing what you are supposed to do for God's sake. Why is everybody buying a car? No, no only one not buying a car. God, the God of Uncle James. No, 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 no. You've got to ask yourself, your walk with God. Don't lie against the truth. Self-seeking is not God's wisdom. God's wisdom is not just being smart. God's wisdom is not about being shrewd. God's wisdom is more than that. There, is, there are times that God's wisdom might even appear to people as not being too smart. But it's the wisdom of God. Like Jesus said, somebody slap one, one, one side of your head, turn the other one and get, him sla- get the other one slapped. That is stupid. But if Jesus is saying it, the Bible said the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of man. Envy and self-seeking. Do not boast. This wisdom is not from above. This is earthly. It's not heavenly. It's sensual. In the meaning of that is it's, it's determined by your senses. It's determined by the things you see and feel and all of those stuff. It's determined by your senses. It's not flowing from the spirit of God. It's within the realm of your five senses. It's sensual. What affected you was was what you were told. That's why you're behaving like that. What affected you was what you saw on the news. What affected you was what you... That's what is changing you. You're building your life based on your senses. You're building it on earthly things. Those three things are not the same. But we're not exploring that now. And you're building things and some of them are purely demonic. I was speaking to some people yesterday and I was explaining that there is a difference between when somebody is just merely stupid and when somebody is wicked. Because when somebody is wicked, you can see a wicked spirit at work in them. They are deliberate to do evil. They want to bring you down. They want to spoil your name. They want to destroy your reputation. It's intentional. It's deliberate. And you know why? Wisdom of the word. They are envious of you. Number one. Number two, they are self-seeking. Why shouldn't it be them that just bought a new house? Why shouldn't be them preaching? Why shouldn't be them playing the keyboard? They can even play far. Why shouldn't be them who is the head of the ocean? Self-seeking, the Bible calls it. And the envious And listen to why it's dangerous. For where there is envy and self-seeking. When self-seeking, common word, pride. It's all about me. For where there is envy and self-seeking. Where envy and self-seeking exist. Confusion. And every evil thing are there. It's just envy and self-seeking. The Bible says all evil things are there. So when you move close, you're going to see wickedness, hatred, backbiting, pulling people down, cheating people, lying, and all evil will be there. 
this wisdom is not from above. Uh, listen, after this meeting, you need to cry out to God that any, any manifestation of envy and self-seeking, listen to this, the end of it is all evil thing are there. So if you do not want all evil thing in your life, you got to do away with this wisdom. But the wisdom that is from above, 17, is first pure, then peaceable. I'm not going to go through all of this. We did this on Friday. Uh, it's from above, it's pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, it's willing to yield. The wisdom of the world says, don't ever take nonsense from them. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> don't take rubbish from anybody. Who do they think they are? Is it because we are going to the same church? Is it because we are going to the same church? If I have decided to be a pastor, I know where I will be now. I will have been the geo. It's all right. What's there? Who is singing? What is he playing on the keyboard? His keyboard that he's playing. What's, what are they talking? What's, what's the picture? I leave that in. We have done it before. Never willing to yield is the wisdom of Satan. The Bible said this wisdom is earthly, is demonic, is sensual. But the wisdom that is from above is pure, peaceable. Anybody here likes peace? You see, because when we talk about wisdom, what we think about is doing great things and doing exploits. All those, wow, you deliver the word of wisdom, you have wisdom to unravel things, all of that, fantastic. We're going to talk about that later. But just look, we're just looking at the conduct of heavenly wisdom. When you have this wisdom that can bring down mountain, how do you behave? When you have this wisdom that is so powerful, you just know the answer. How do you carry yourself? The wisdom that is from above is pure. Is your heart pure? Is peaceable? Do you follow peace with all men or you're just looking for a fight? There are people, they're just accidents waiting to happen. They look for a fight in everything. Good morning, you are in trouble. The first thing they check is their wristwatch. If it's one minute past 12, you are in it for trouble. Peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy, of good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. They're sincere, they're straightforward. What they say is what they mean. They don't greet you. You know, some of us are from that kind of culture that sometimes promotes <laughs> hypocrisy. Oh, hello, Pastor. In your heart, you just spoke evil about the guy. Oh, Sister Janet. Hallelujah. And Sister Janet, being a child of God, just say, Praise God. Hallelujah. You, you kill yourself from the inside. No hypocrisy, no partiality. Hallelujah.